Netflix commissioned this amazing artist. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I'm going to have to probably. That is uh, so good. That's exactly what, like, that's something I would want for one of my films. That's what yeah. it should have been, honestly. I, I wish they did something like this for the official poster where it was just all illustrated like the old R.L. Stein books. I think that really would have nailed it. And it's still, sometimes I wonder if like, Welcome to your local Cineplex with your friendly neighborhood hosts, Renee Gomez and Zach Dennis. Welcome back to your local Cineplex, Renee. Last time you won a new car, but as I understand it, there were some catches. Yeah. So, Zach, what what they don't tell you is, uh, you know, some cars aren't just meant to drive on the street, honestly. So uh, I may have... uh, I may have done some stuff that I'm not proud of. Ooh, don't look me up, you, please. It sounds like you kind of ran into the your past cut. Yep, it's it's catching it up. Like- I might have to do witness. I mean, I might. Um, so things happen. Anyways, um, today we're going to talk about a uh, Netflix's Fear Street series, which is a horror trilogy. Yes, that was a fun one. It was. Uh, it's basically. If the listeners are not familiar with uh, the series on Netflix, a horror trilogy, and it has three episodes or chapters, and each chapter takes place in three different years, and those years are 1994, I was four years old, Wow, yeah. 1978, and 1666. It's R.L. Stein's Fear Street. And yes, I mean, if yes. you don't know Arl Stein, then you were probably like living under a rock when you were a kid because this was his teen book series, but you might know him more from his Goosebumps series, whether it's. Yes. I mean, if you're a 90s kid listening to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost impossible, whether it was the books and the creepy covers or the yeah. cartoon, Net- the show on Cartoon Network, or um, I think they also showed it on Fox Kids. One of those. You, you saw it. You're probably <laughs> yeah. creeped out. And if you've revisited any of the episodes, you probably realize how cheesy they are. But they're a lot of fun. Sometimes I watch it right before I go to sleep, e- even if I know it's going to be a silly oh. episode. I'm like, yeah, I-, I don't know the the acting and the cheesy effects and all that. It's very much something I love. It's comforting. It's very comforting. Yeah. So, yeah, I was excited whenever I found out they were doing the Fear Street stuff. I've never read any of the books or anything. It was kind of a random thing. I don't know if you remember. They just kind of popped up on Netflix. I just, yeah, it didn't pop up my radar at all. And then boom, I didn't even know about it. It wasn't until I actually was commissioned yeah. to do the VHS of it, of, of, of the trilogy. I was like, what's this? And that's when I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is pretty cool. And uh, it's definitely a teen. Team yes. books. Yeah. <laughs> That's very clear, you know, from the yeah. trailer. And then you look and you go look at the books and it's like, oh yeah, this is really teen. Uh, if that's not your cup of tea, this Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may not be your your uh, thing. I I love um stories that are around like teenagers and kids and all that. I like seeing it. I like mm-hmm. seeing scary stuff from their perspective because everything is it's just yeah. intensified when when you're that young, I feel like. Yeah. I found out that originally the movies were supposed to be released in theaters one month apart from each other. Wow. And I think that would have been cool, but because of the pandemic, they lost like some budget or, you know, stuff happens. And the theater right. world died essentially for a while. So they were like, okay, let's just release it on Netflix um, week after week for three weeks. Which I thought is, I I want to do something like that one day, hopefully, where it's like, you know, you kind of have to go back and um, go back to the theater or go back to Netflix and wait for a part two. Like, I, I think that's such a fun idea. Movies, definitely. I definitely have the patience and respect yes. for movies. But when it comes to TV, TV shows, <laughs> I do not have that patience. That's fair. Because uh, I, I, w- I watched Breaking Bad Ooh. way after it. Well, no. I was got into it at the time. I think it's last season. Same. Before it's last season. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. So I watched it, you know, all on Netflix. And I could not imagine having to wait a week to find out what happened. I agree. Even Lost. I discovered Lost. I still need to watch Lost. Oh, I binged that. I never. That's the first time I really had a proper. Oh, wow. I 
I was up till like midnight. But before we move forward, I actually was commissioned to do a, uh, a uh, goosebumps. Oh my goodness, really? For wait, wait, which yeah. one? It was like a mashup. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh yeah, it's not Goosebumps. Sorry. That's <laughs> are you awesome, of the dark? dude. I've I haven't seen too much of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but the stuff I have seen, it makes me so sad that I didn't watch it as a kid. Yeah, I didn't watch it that much either. Yeah, I think it scared me. <laughs> so yeah, I I didn't watch every, it as much, but I've seen in reviews and stuff where it's like Goosebumps was the kind of the warm-up but are you afraid of the dark some people found it like actually scary as kids and all that which yeah i'm so jealous i didn't get to experience that and yeah i have paramount plus so i need i it need to re- i need to just binge those honestly because what was cool it was uh the the client basically they wanted the snick or treat yeah. logo snick or treat uh, actually i think it's on my instagram but yeah it was so fun recruiting the snick logo and the nickelodeon the That's nickelodeon so logo I had to find out what font that was. Yeah, I so, I love old Nickelodeon, yeah. like Nicktoons and like that era of Nickelodeon. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, that's very much my cup of tea, like anthology, kid horror, and you know, actually just an anthology right. in general. I love that. Um, but the vibe of, of from R.L. Stein, I love. I really enjoyed the Goosebumps movie. The second one was also pretty fun. So let's go back to Fear Street. So what did you think of Fear Street? It was exactly how I imagined it. And that's not yeah. a bad thing. That that's I understood what they were trying to do and with it. Um, we may be getting ahead of ourselves with a story here. But I will say that I didn't really care for the, I guess, the modernness of it. I guess it's because I was seeing it as a retro throwback yeah. type of thing. It definitely had that. I had authentic, you know, 90s, whatever, whatever period it was in, it had authenticness. Yeah. But there were just certain things. I can't put my, I can't pin my finger on what it was. But overall, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. It, it was a, a good basic horror. Yeah. Um, um, I think this is younger folks, like preteens maybe, who are like, you know, they, they want to watch something a little scarier. Um, I think that's very much the target audience is people in, you know, in their teens. I guess the teens are different these days. Yeah. Because this wouldn't have been as, uh, I guess, well received. Wait, wait, do you think it Because this definitely ain't no, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, I I really liked it. I think, I feel like I liked the second part the most, 1978. Um, the first part felt, I felt a little underwhelmed for some reason. Yeah. I, I love the production design, like the, the sets and everything. Yeah. All the props. I'm yes. a sucker for that. So I love that. The characters were were good for the most part, but it's kind of like what you said, where um, it was a bit basic. There was like a bully at some point that was like an insane bully. He was like super extreme. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he like it. You know, it's the scene whenever they're um they're like on the bus and then they push someone out. The bus, and I'm like, yeah. holy crap, that's yeah. that's insane. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it got better for me at least, where I was like, okay, well. As they started to explain more and the history and all that, I was like, oh, okay. This town is yeah. is crazy. It was a good time. I think 78, the 70, it was 78, right? I think 78 was my favorite. Yeah, 78. Too. Yeah. I think. It was the most like uh, Friday the 13th type style. I think that's why. I think it was definitely, yeah, definitely Friday the 13th pulled from that. So. It's very comforting, uh, like as a, as a horror fan, it was yeah. like okay, the the cool the kills are pretty cool. The kills in the yeah. first one, there was one with like a bread machine, I think, or something. Yeah. Where, remember, someone falls down and then they just get like split. Right, and that was I, gnarly. Yeah, yes. that that yes, was. You're right. That was that was cool. 1978 felt like um <laughs> almost like a remake. Like um I I think they just did a really good job at the suspense and all that. I like all the kid characters, the camp setting. That's always super cool. And then 1966 was in the, there's a name for it. The like witch trials era. The colonial basically. days. Um, uh, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. The It kind of reminded me of the the witch or the witch, however you say it. And, yes. Uh, yes, definitely. It was very yeah. moody. Um, that's kind of what I liked about it the most is the, it was just kind of dull and gray and really spooky 
Yeah, I liked that. What do you think of the accents? The accent? Oh, I don't remember it. I yes. don't remember it. Yeah, some of them did. Uh, one of the leads, the blonde lead, she did an excellent job. I think she had an yeah. excellent accent. Because I don't know how long they had yeah. to develop yeah. these accents. But uh, I'm sure it wasn't as long as someone would have had for a feature film. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's especially when it's just for, a, you know, a, a part versus the whole movie. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine they had a lot of time, but she impressed me. A lot of of them impressed me. They're like the crazy, the, the town crazy. He did had an excellent accent. Yeah. The other lead, she hers was, wasn't that good. But I did enjoy that. What I liked most about the first one was 1994 was the opening. Yeah. With uh, Mia Hawk that had screamed. Yeah, that was very scream inspired vibes. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved that. And then once that ended it, kind of went downhill yeah. for me it opened up very strong so i was like okay i'm loving this and then yeah now i think um this is very much the type of trilogy that i feel like you would watch on a late friday night with pizza or something if you're by yourself and you're like when yeah you when, when you when you don't care <laughs> but you want it you still want to watch something good enough and yeah i agree and, it, and it's like yeah. okay well you know, I kind of want to turn my brain off. Let me put on Fear Street. That's very much what I feel. That's the category I put this yes. movie in. Which, 100%. Yeah. I, yeah, turn your brain off. Mm -hmm. Just snacking on food. <laughs> that, And I, I love movies like that yeah, just because yeah. I do that a lot where I'm like alone and I'm like, man, I just, I don't feel like watching something amazing, oddly enough. I, I just want to watch right. something, just yeah. something, something good and um, spooky and I, I 100% yeah I think everyone goes through those moments where you just you don't want to watch something yeah. amazing <laughs> as much as that's weird to say you just want to watch something yeah because it, it's like meh, then you have to that's what you want use your brain which sounds so lazy of me but it's like you know after a long yeah, week yeah. it's like okay I get it <laughs> you just want to relax I get <laughs> yeah. it so yeah. um yeah yeah there was that um I liked the you know they had David Bowie and 78 that was yeah. fun that was i love the ending yeah i won't spoil it just in case but there's a song that a david bowie song that plays when something happens and i thought that was cool i like how it concluded too but the teaser i yeah. i think um because part three is essentially it's like half takes place in 1960 1666 and then the second half takes place in like back in 94 to wrap up the story and i i, I like what they did there i like um i was like oh i th i think it was pretty yeah. solid yeah, yeah let's, let's go into the posters for this series uh the teaser one i actually poster. haven't seen these in a while so the first one we're looking at would be the one with the different weapons off the bat i love the colors in this i i love mm -hmm. it's a um it's very blue and purple heavy it's, it looks like an yes. axe, a knife, and pitchfork. Uh, pitchfork. Yep. I like that. I like the um, the edges. It has some like, it looks almost like a book or a VHS scruffing and all that. It's definitely a book yeah. cover. I, I actually really enjoy this. What do you think? I yeah. like it. Uh, right off the bat, just as a poster yeah. lover. I like it. I like the colors. Concept Arts, the agency that did this uh, poster, and they, they did Dune. They did The Suicide Squad, and they did The Batman, and many more. So they, nice. they are a popular go-to agency for studios. So I'm sure they did their homework, and they knew it was a book series. And so I like the influence of the, the book, the wear and tear of a book cover. I yeah. just don't know how Three the movies. colors translate to that. I guess my question is like, where does this, where is this, even though it's a cool color palette, where does it come mm -hmm. from? I feel like it comes out of, you know, left field. My initial thought is that the colors, you know, that's kind of what I associate with the retro 80s vibe and an arcade feel is very blues and right. purples. Um, so right. I think that's where it came from. Because if, if I was directing all these movies, that's what I would say. It'd be like, well, think about it as like you're going to an, an arcade in the 80s or 90s or a movie theater at least you know there was a movie theater in my area that their color palette was a lot of purple and a lot of blue and red you know what see this is why people needed to listen to renee <laughs> <laughs> that is a good no, seriously that's a good point I, yeah. I didn't think of that i'm glad you brought that up even though <laughs> technically this doesn't take place in the yes. 80s so 
this color palette, but I see the marketing angle of this. Yeah. To your to your exact point. Yeah. Because that's what got me. To catch these these teens' attention. Yeah. Was like, look, '80s colors. This will catch them. So yeah, I I definitely think that's why they chose that. I don't associate this col- those colors with any of those uh, yeah those years. <laughs> no, that that makes sense. But with that criticism aside, I see that's why they they possibly yeah. did it was just to hook teens and they're going look yes. over here no so but so yeah i i give this a good rating i think it's good i i very much like this i'm gonna let i think we should hop on to fear street version yes. two so how, how would you describe the poster for people listening in definitely trying to which i respect have a throwback to the drew struzan posters your star wars posters uh a very stranger thing yes just kind of it's not so much floating heads but it is a uh the main protagonist female i don't know their name yeah me neither <laughs> but you have the main protagonist female she her head's the biggest starting at the top and as you move down you have uh, sadie sink's character who stars in stranger things as max mm-hmm. but she's in this and so you have her and then you have a couple more of uh, the killers and a couple of more cast members as you go down the poster. Looks nice. Having fun with a color palette because each character is a different yeah. color. My immediate thought looking at this, at first I, I liked it. I was like, okay, I like the colors. But since starting this podcast, I have uh, become evil. And looking at it more, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know if I like this as much and it's mainly because there's an area where it says camp nightwing and like there's just something about that section that doesn't feel right i know it was photoshopped but i don't want it to feel photoshopped that does feel forced in it, there. it feels a little it's like oh we need to get um i think this is she's in community uh jillian jacobs i think that's jillian jacobs is character yes jillian jacobs you're right that's um right. And it looks like she was kind of forced in there. She's really tiny. So, you know, I'm not a, a fan of this. I like the idea. I like it for the most part, but it's just that section that now I, I can't stop looking at it. Oh yeah, I completely agree. I've taught yeah. you well. I've, I've had yeah, you've, you've had an awful influence on me, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really threw a wrench in it for you for the Suicide Squad. Yeah, bus the, the bus poster really so, got me. Um, yeah. but I, I like the so, the bottom uh, in the movie. It's from yes. it's from '78. I like that shot because it it just looked so scary with uh, the two sisters running towards the camera, and you could see the two killers kind of appearing from the darkness right behind them, just trying to catch up. I think that was really creepy, and I'm glad they added it to the poster because it just kind of you know it lets you know you're in for a wild, spooky time. I guess what I would do. To make it better would be to not try to cram so many cast members on there. Definitely keep the bottom. I would possibly just remove the lower half of the characters. Keep the axe murderer Jason Voorhees type character. Uh, Keep big head girl and keep Sadie Sink's character. I agree completely. And that would create a nice kind of trifecta triangle look dynamic. Yeah. And keeping that bottom half of the sisters running towards you. I think it would have made it more interesting. Just, Maybe show yeah. the tree more yeah. because behind all these layers, you can see there's like a tree coming out and the tree relates yeah. to part three and the history of, um, of, yeah, tree of Shadyside, which is the name of the town this all takes place in. So I think if they did that, that would make it a lot better. It would very much make it a really solid poster. Yeah, let's, let's move, move to, to the next the one. one that's. Oh, this is basically the well, like three different well. posters and a one. Okay. Yeah, that's why I wanted to look at it first because it has all three. But what I like about it, to me, the big winner for this is how they thought about it in this triptych, which is you know, if you're not familiar with what a triptych is, is it's basically most of the time. Well, that's in the name triptych. You have three images that are together. You got one on the left, one in the middle, and the one on the right, and they they work together. They're they're almost they're separate scenes. Each individual part of the triptych is character posters, but they're bound together via the killers. 
But yeah, no, that that's the main thing I like. And I didn't even realize that because I've seen the individual posters. But when you put them all together, it's like, you know, you'll see the axe guy kind of slip into the poster for the second movie and you'll you'll see yeah he, yeah he you'll see over. the this grim reaper looking dude with the torch uh, from 19 from part three slip into the poster for part two and i like that i really really like that i like the colors part one being purple part two being orange and part three being green and i think and yeah, a sickly, sickly green, green it very much in in tone with the mood of the film where everything's kind of gray and dull and there's a lot of moonlight which sometimes can come off green in some films so i i, I actually really enjoyed this i think it captures the feel for it really nicely and i think it still has that kind of retro vibe from the rl stein books from the rl stein books uh, and it also lets you know the setting immediately the first one, you're at a high school. The second one, you're at uh, Camp Nightwing. And the third one, you're at a, uh, what, what would you call it? Like a small community, 1666. Yeah. Colonial, yes. a little colonial yes. town. I'm trying to think if there's something I don't like, but I I do. There's nothing that sticks out to me, at least. I like the, the grungy textures they put on it. The little effects that they have on with kind of, I don't know if there's a name for this, but it's, you know, in, in part one, you could see like a little bit of the lead character coming out. It's kind of like a blurry version of that. Yeah, I don't know how I felt about the blurry okay. thing. Yeah, I mean, I it reminds me of, this is kind of random actually, but you know those hologram cards you would get at comic stores? For some reason, it reminds yes. me of that. But looking at it, I mean, I guess it, it's like, oh, well, why is that there? Maybe there's a reason. But it, it is, I mean, I like it enough, but I also, I get why you wouldn't like it. It's going to split our audience. No, Renee, with part one, yeah, with part one, I have a question for you. As yes. someone who also has lived in the 90s, does that one, with the color palette, with the, the neon, does that evoke the 90s for you? No, I think it evokes more 80s. 90s, I yeah. think of like a, like a really bright green. Uh, like neon green. It's like the green you would see in those Taco Bell cups that they used to have. That's yeah. what I think of. But then I, I get a little conflicted because would it fit the movie? Like if the movie was that green, you know what I mean? Like, um, because then right, it would take right. it away from the, from part three a bit. So I, 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 I could yeah. see that being something they had to talk about where maybe it was like, maybe they did start with, um, uh, more 90s color and then they were like well the thing is i want part three to be this color so then you know you kind of have to pick and choose i could see that i may be wrong and maybe my memory waning but i don't remember a lot of no. neon no it, in the bedroom scenes i remember there was some color well i'm sorry not not, not in the in not, not the movie but actual in the oh 90s. okay i was like <laughs> i was like i think in the movie there was some color but uh in the 90s well I I am technically more early 2000. I was born 99. So yeah, you definitely don't I was like, <laughs> I mean, I remember maybe 6 months yeah. of it if I try really really hard. Yeah, maybe the mall. I'd say maybe the mall. That. I guess that's where yeah. they're pulling that from cuz yeah, there was if I think any remnant 80s neon was yeah. in the malls. I, I guess I can give it a pass for that. As character posters, what uh what are your thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um I like I so I like it because in part one, the main character, she looks like a teen going through some angsty stuff, which is exactly what is happening in the movie. Um, yeah. In part two, it's Max from Stranger Things. I'm sorry. I don't remember her character name. She kind of has a bloody face. She looks scared. Zoe. Zoe. No, it was Ziggy. In the, in the because I remember it, it was a reference Ziggy. to David Bowie. Ziggy yeah. Starship. Yeah. So, yeah. um. Yeah, it's Ziggy looking like she's scared. She's covered in blood. Stuff. Yeah, and I think that captures it pretty well because even in the beginning of the movie, before there's any killers, she kind of doesn't want to be there. She's probably scared underneath all that, like, you know, she's she's all that toughness. toughness. So I think that captures the character pretty well. And then the third one... Okay, I don't, I don't really have much for the third one. Because, <laughs> okay, I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, <laughs> she looks... What would you describe the, the face she's making? She looks uh, just 
Sad. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Melancholy. Melancholy. Yeah. Which, I, it's not a strong expression, but it does... The third movie is pretty sad. There's a whole scene that it's like, oh, it, it is... You realize how much of it is a tragedy. Yeah. So, you know, it, it adds up and it... It makes sense with the colors. So when I look at it like that, I like it. And just looking at it overall, I dig it. I dig it enough. They're much better than I feel like some of the character posters we've seen or I've seen in the past where it's just a character and that's it. There's nothing right. else. And I'm like, well, what's what's going True. on? Like, what's the story? Like, what are they feeling? And at least this one tells me that for the most part. I'm going to yes. be honest here. Yeah. Overall, overall, I okay. do like what they did. I like the photography. I, 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 the direction is yeah. very strong. There's a lot to like. I love the triptych. I, I love the thinking yes. in that. Now, getting over picky and getting down to on your knees, getting your gloves on, looking at it, at least the bottom half. The top half of photography is strong. Mm -hmm. It's once you go lower, <laughs> these scenes, little vignettes for each poster felt photoshopped mm -hmm. in especially part three i think part three is the weakest of okay. yeah that, that the, the tree just really looks <laughs> like it's photoshopped in the tree uh it's like this <laughs> the building it's like there's no defining features it's just kind of there yeah so and then just the other little figure uh, on the bottom right he's kind of just there Oh yeah, there. So it looks like something I would have done in high school when I was play first playing around yeah. with Photoshop. The the little so, figure is like I hate it's like a ring looking girl or guy. It, it, I didn't even notice it honestly. So it's kind of funny when you pointed it out. <laughs> He's just yeah. right there. So like I said, overall I like it. I like mm -hmm. what it's doing. But no, I, I I get it. I mean, it, it it happened to me with like the last one. Where like I'm looking at it and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is good. And then I kind of move in a little closer to take a better look. And I'm like, oh, I, I could see where, you know, this th this falls apart a bit. It's weird. I'm torn with it. Renee. Yeah, I, I could see this, you know, because maybe being a little more divisive. Like some people might have differing opinions for sure. Because my, my, here's okay. where my torn is. It's because, like I said, overall, I love the idea. I love what yeah. they did. I just think it's they dropped the ball on certain yeah. points, like, like the bottom half. Well, with the 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 more vignette kind of yeah. background stuff, like the the main the main cast, the photography there, the lighting, it's sharp, it's great, love it. Most of the villains, the killers, I like how they're shot, I like mm -hmm. how they're depicted, because this agency does this agency does amazing work. I looked at all their work, and it's amazing. I could see it being is how when you split these posters, the characters get cut off. So looking right. at it individually, I'd probably uh, take a lot more points off. That actually okay. leads us to our <gasps> sponsor. I just happen to know at Cinema Rama Home Video. Yeah. Mac, who sounds a lot like my name. He looks it's a lot me. like me. He talks a lot like me. I mean, if you saw Mac and me together, you wouldn't see yeah it's a mac difference. definitely not zach but mac was commissioned to do a fear street trilogy for yes. vhs and for the 1978 vhs he actually did that idea of ziggy's face is in the reflection of the axe oh that's cool so you just see the axe coming in and you see her screaming face in the axe that's awesome is that is that online he has yet to uh, share that, but he told me he <laughs> told He told you right now. He quickly. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you this week, he plans on posting uh, the first street. Page oh, I'm so excited did. to see that. That's awesome. What? Yeah. I love my. I like. I yeah, like what, what he did. Was um. Was it three separate VHS? It was. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three that's, separate. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. He may try to add it to his store. So if you want to get your hands on a copy of this trilogy, it will be on the store. So if you want to have your own original VHS series of this yep. series of your street, then uh, please head on over and uh, get yourself one. He, Mac will be happy to make you your very own set. If you want to 
uh, just head over to our Instagram, your local Cineplex, and the address to the store is in the bio. And that's store. Cinemarama Home Video dot store. C I N E M A R. No, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, end of end of plug. ad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do want to make one more point before we move on to our segment of the okay. good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, for First Street, they did do something really cool for their soundtrack. Netflix commissioned this amazing artist. Oh to my do these goodness! I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I'm going to have to probably. That is uh, so good. That's exactly what, like, that's something I would want for one of my films. That's what yeah. it should have been, honestly. I, I wish they did something like this for the official poster where it was just all illustrated like the old R.L. Stein books. I think that really would have nailed it. And it's still, sometimes I wonder if, like, they're afraid that if they don't show, like, an actual picture of the actors that it'll turn them away for some reason or i i I don't know what the reasoning could be honestly if they illustrated a poster like this i would buy it and i would hang it on my wall it's just a work of art a truly a work of art yeah it's actually done by the amazing artist i actually follow him on instagram his name is sam (laughs) doesn't sam you are amazing Yeah, Sam Gib, uh, Gib, Gib, Gibby, uh, last name spelled G-I-L-E-E-Y. And uh, he does amazing work. I don't know if Netflix directly commissioned him to do it or Concept Arts commissioned him to do it. Yeah, it's, it's he definitely, I, I read an article as inspiration. He was definitely pulling from awesome. the books, the series, which in my opinion should have been what Concept yeah, Arts did for I the agree. official poster. I don't know why they did not, but props mad respect to him for doing what should have been done in the first place because he did an amazing job yeah this is easily it beat out every other poster we saw today okay yes renee it's time for the good the The good the bad and the ugly i'm excited are you excited oh yes yeah that was perfect timing i am excited for this act i haven't seen the posters i haven't seen any of that so (laughs) this is gonna be fun first up and it's one of my most anticipated films for okay. this year, coming in March. The Batman. The Batman. And we're looking at the teaser poster. Oh, this looks awesome. So this poster was done by the agency named mm-hmm. Bond, like in Bond, James nice. Bond. They're a pretty big company. Do amazing work. So, yes. Renee, thoughts on this poster? And if you could describe it to our lovely yeah, so it is Batman essentially standing in the rain. It's more of a silhouette, but you could see the bat symbol on his chest and it all has like a red tint to it. I love this. I think it, from the trailers we've seen and everything, I think it captures the tone of the movie really well, where, you know, the movie I think is about Batman starting off. It's like in his early years. That's what it, it's yeah, year, it's year one. one. I love it. It's really simple, but it's it's a good poster. I think with Batman, you don't really have to get overcomplicated. Um, we've seen yeah. that time and time where with the Tim Burton films, the Nolan trilogy and all the, and now this one, you know, people see the bat symbol and they, they'll go nuts. Like, this is awesome. Renee, who is this Batman character? I, I So Batman, about. very similar to another one of our favorite superheroes, was bit by a radioactive bat who, yeah, transformed oh. playboy millionaire Bruce Wayne into a superhero. No, okay. people. I, I'm afraid people are going to think I'm serious, but... Uh, Renee, I'm always all, serious. Yeah, I'm not joking around. But yeah, I yes. love this teaser. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's because I love the mm. red. I love the use of the red. The rain is very film noir. Agree. Yes. It's a very welcome. Yes. Trope yeah. To the style. Of That's what I'm excited noir. about the most with this film is the fact that because it's the Riddler yes. doing everything, it's like more yes. of a. It's gonna be a Batman film noir type thing. That's mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I mean, Riddler is my second mm-hmm. favorite Batman villain. First is the Joker, mm-hmm. of yeah. course. I don't think there's any any Batman film on Earth who Joker is not their first yeah. favorite villain for Batman, but Riddler is definitely yeah. my second. But yeah, this this definitely psychs me up for this teaser. 
I think Bond did an amazing job. The usage of the Riddler's influence yeah. on this poster, and you don't notice it until you look at the bottom right, and it's this kind of yeah. scratched pen. Only in theaters, March 4th. It's all scratchy because it's, it's I like written that. by him. I like that a lot. So what do you think of the, the, the logo? logo? I like the logo yeah. a lot. I'm I'm really happy the movie's called The Batman. Like that that's just yes. so cool. The Batman. Um I love it's the, very close to the goddamn Batman. Yeah. I I like the the bat inside the logo. I, I think it's just a solid logo overall. I think they Matt Reeves is really killing it so far. I try not to go into movies with high expectations, but this movie I'm excited for. I would rate it as a definitely good. Yes, good. I'd rate it. I'd give it a good poster. Cool. Well, then let's move on to the uh, Batman official. This one is just like a close up, extreme close up of his face, side of his face. Yeah. Most of his face is just dark and then a little bit of it is illuminated. I feel like this is getting a little too close. Sometimes I like to see Batman from a distance, you know, because I, I could see the stitching in the mask, which, you know, it's 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 fine and all that. My personal preference, I think Batman looks pretty scary whenever you kind of see him from a distance and he's just kind of looking at you. And so I'm not I don't want to say it's a bad poster. It is more on the But you kind of are. I, I maybe put it more on the ugly <laughs> side, but it, it's not ugly. It's just not my thing personally i i, I get yeah. where you're coming from i to two of the posters defense who did this one this works mm-hmm. adv <laughs> ironically they did the bus That's poster kind of funny squad. <laughs> i i don't know why as it, i i had a feeling you were gonna tell me that <laughs> <laughs> so but i agree with your your problem yeah. with this one but i i i will come to the defense somewhat of this one if you look at the tagline unmask the truth mm-hmm. i see why it's a that makes sense photo yeah of him but to your point i think it could have been done a different way uh, maybe a moment it, it could have been i wish mysterious. it was more like a side profile shot instead of him kind of looking directly into the camera i because you know i i don't know i just can't i don't know i i just prefer the the side look i like when batman isn't looking straight into the camera because then he's like oh oh i'm not gonna look at you i'm gonna look over here and you have to get the shot you want i'm too yeah. good for you you're lucky i'm i'm even doing this i could definitely see people liking this and if you like it please let us know because i'm curious but it's just uh not not my thing what would you give it good bad or ugly I I give it, it it would teeter on between good and okay. bad because one thing I noticed is we never really gave an explanation of the good the bad yeah. and the ugly rating. So I mean, as I understand it, ugly is the worst, good is the best. So that makes sense. So with that said, it teeters okay. between good and bad because I pretty much agree with yeah. everything you said because you're yes. always right. As we know, if you walk away from anything from this podcast, as Renee, it's always. Always. Right. Never wrong. Okay, so we move to Batman Official Great. 2. This was pretty cool. This one is doing exactly what yes. Renee wants. And we have the Batman looking off to the side as the yeah. profile shot. Side profile shot. Side yeah. profile shot of the Batman. And then right in front of him is the sweet, tender Catwoman. Cat I don't know why I described <laughs> It sounded like because everybody knows it's not her, you know, that's not her character. So I guess yeah, being ironic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like this a lot. I'm gonna give it a good, I think, because I like that. I don't know. It, it, I'm just gonna assume this is uh, sunset, and it's them kind of getting ready for the night. Them looking down at something, maybe some crime is happening. I'm not sure, but it also lets you know that oh, Catwoman's probably gonna be um, pretty involved in the movie. It tells you everything, and it it shows off the suit without completely showing it off. I'm not a fan of when like I love Batman in the shadows. I like when it's it's the same yes. thing with the Xenomorph from Alien, where yes, it's a great design if you see it in broad daylight, but if you look at it in the shadows, it's even better because your your imagination yeah. just fills in the rest. My uh, Mr. Robert Pattinson's looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a good. What do you think? I I, I like it. It's At first I was like, eh. yeah, But as I kind of think about it and as we're talking about it, it's yeah. growing on me. This was done by the same works, ADV, same one who did the last poster cool. we're looking at. And I like that it's a simple photo. That's what I like about it too, Honestly, yeah. 
exposed. Uh, so I like that. It honestly, it, re- it reminds me of film yeah. noir posters of the protagonist and the femme mm-hmm. fatale. The love interest who's always, it, they're a bit of a problem for the, our yeah. protagonist, for our detective. They're a bit of an obstacle, if you will. Yeah. And so she definitely plays that role within this shit. I mean, she's perfect. It's almost like her character was written from the film noir genre. It would have been too much on the nose if she was facing him. I agree. Absolutely. And, or looking, like facing him looking away, I thought that would have been too much on the nose film yeah. noir. But yeah, I'd say it's it's a definite good. Yeah. So with this one, which is uh, the Batman teaser, uh, Batman character, yes. and it has Batman and Catwoman as well. Batman's on the left, Catwoman's on the right, and it's this interesting red and blue ah, yes it's like uh batman has a blue backlight and catwoman has yeah. a red backlight i dig this i i like the idea of it robert pattinson looks a little annoyed that that, that is, is batman, batman so. and that is our pat i think i like it how do you feel about it? i i respect the fact that they went out and they took an actual picture and they probably spent the day doing this trying to get some photographs rather than photoshopping in some stuff yeah, it's I respect it for that. I like they're really I guess the the purpose of these of these photos is to show off all the amazing work and detail of yeah. these costumes. It's mostly just to show off the character, not so much the, the story. So with saying that, I definitely score this as a a, a good a, a good score. Campaign. I there. I'd give it a good score too. I think uh it works pretty well. The poster gets the point across. You know, I wouldn't say it's anything amazing. I probably wouldn't put it up on my wall, but yeah. it's uh, it does the trick. If I'm walking down an aisle in a theater and I see this, it would catch my attention probably. I think I think it's a good score. So uh, it looks like, for the most part, Batman the Batman got good scores. I wasn't a fan hey, uh, of the 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 close up face one, but other than that, it's like okay, well, good job to the company who made these. Do. Dune. Have you heard of this um, film? I've Dune? I've heard of some some good things about it. I I watched it. I I I was I was very shocked at how just everything coming together with the with the VFX, the story, the character, like the the actors. You felt uh, like you were watching a blockbuster film. It's like the first. Would you say you were back yeah, in the cinema? Back at the your local Cineplex. That's what that felt like. Whoa. As I understand it, you haven't read yes, the book. Yes, no, I, I haven't read it. You know, there were some stuff that, um, you know, some aspects of it that I found a little confusing, but then, uh, you know, you helped explain some of it. Yeah, I had some friends help right. explain it, and now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for a second watch. At the second watch, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it perfectly. Because the first time yeah. I was confused at what they were trying to get, um, for, for some reason, right. I guess I just, you know, sometimes I'll space out for like two minutes in a movie or something. Oh, you can't space yeah, out. Yeah, because I was just looking at the visuals and I'm like, wow, oh crap, they're talking. Yeah, like that, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I get it, that happens um, sometimes, definitely. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so the movie is a cinematic masterpiece, but are the posters? Well, we're looking at the okay. teaser one. That one just says, uh, Dune teaser ball. Yeah. So this poster, it's, uh, we see Paul, what I, who I assume to be Paul is walking down in the desert, bird's eye view. So like we're getting a really wide shot looking down at him in the desert. And there seems to be some shadow that gives the impression of a solar eclipse. It's a really cool image. It's a, yeah. Great image. It's a Um, shot bird's eye view of a, of a dune, basically the. Timothy Chalamet's character, yeah. Paul, is walking on a dune. And he's a tiny little speck, but you see him there. Yeah. You see his footsteps. But yeah, it's the way they shot this. And, and I don't know how much photo manipulation was done, but it's this great... Because uh, when I saw it, I thought it was like a planet. Yeah. But once I looked at it closer, I'm like, oh, no, this is a dune. It is a dune, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... But it looks like there's this real cool like combination. Like the right side mm. of the fo- of the poster, it's the sand dunes, and the left side is just the dark uh, yeah. shadow that almost is a perfect ellipse yeah. circle that makes you think it's a planet. Love it. I think it's great. I think it, it sets a perfect tone for the, yeah. what you're in store for. 100% agree. As someone who has 
read the book. I think it honors the book yeah. very well. I don't know much more you can yeah, do. Yeah, I... I don't know if I, if I had much to add because I, I agree with everything you say. I like that it immediately lets you know, okay, this is a sci-fi. For people who don't know anything about yes. Dune, they're like, oh, I if you're in a sci-fi, you're probably going to really love this. I give it a good rating. I think this is really good. Yeah, I give it a good rating too. And to your point, you definitely get teased that you will mm -hmm. be watching a cinematic yeah. film. Whether you agree if it's a cinematic masterpiece, I think most people can yeah. agree this is a cinematic yeah. film that is a must just must yeah. see in theaters or at the largest screen yeah, with the best sound the sound yeah. is amazing yeah oh well, yeah awesome soundtrack that i listen to yeah. almost every day oh and this yeah this poster was done by the bond agency oh too. okay cool and they did the teaser poster for the batman that has nice. batman on they did both of these teaser posters we're looking at second teaser poster is again showing us doom yeah. the planet doom and the dunes and planet yeah. and you have paul of atreides played by yeah. timothy chalamet at the top pinnacle of this doom yeah i think this is the yeah. same exact thing with the first one looking at it looking at the planets in the atmosphere and how it says it begins i think this perfectly sets up that adventurous sci-fi mood that a lot of people love so i think i think this is also good i think this is a great poster yeah i like how they they, they, they yeah. hold back yes it's very minimal in the best way. It's just like you just do. Yeah. You know, I, I think this is awesome. I think this yeah. this looks really good. So, because I think it looks really good, I'm gonna give it a good rating. Awesome. Renee once again. again. I agree. Definitely a hard, solid, yeah. good. That leads us to the Dune payoff poster. Oh goodness. Now <laughs> this is where I think it kind of drops a bit. This one was done by the agency concept so who did the fear street oh really so yeah concept arts is responsible for this poster i give it a, a i give it a immediate i give bad. it an ugly yeah I, oh yeah i give it a good bet i give it a um, bad ugly. it's just you know we we've mentioned it before i feel like we're we're not fans of floating faces they're very much mm -hmm. trying to show off the cast here rather yeah. than prioritizing story i feel like and you know maybe it worked in the marketing sense but as a poster by itself i can't imagine someone putting this up on their wall and just the other ones just have so much more they're more minimal but they tell you so much mm -hmm. about dune yeah they're yeah much more this dramatic. it could just it could be cosplayers doing it like um exactly like let's which it could be we we don't know it could be cosplayers. Yeah, because like exactly. also in like a hundred years when, you know, we're all gone and nobody really knows about these actors, people are going to go back and look at this po at the poster and be like, I don't know who any of these people are. Like, they're probably going to look more at the teaser posters. I could see that being a whole thing. So, yeah, I, I don't see this aging too well. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm giving it an ugly. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I figure it broke the hearts of the designers yeah. at concept arts i imagine yeah when the studio was like listen here punk listen here you're gonna do yeah. what i say we have all these photos of the actors and we want you to splatter mm -hmm. them on the poster and they were like no don't make <laughs> yeah. me do this the studio was like yes you will you will do this yeah and and they're like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's if you're not familiar with this uh official poster it's uh, a bunch of floating yeah. heads. I'm sure you've seen it. It's if you walked in the theater that is promoting this film, you saw this poster. You probably vomited oh my on goodness. it as well as I, yeah. like, just like I did. Yeah, you saw it and you were like, nah, <laughs> um, no, not, not, not it. Yeah, which it breaks my heart because I love it's such a it just don't judge this. Don't judge this movie yeah. by a poster. At least this. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's like, yeah, they, like you said, they're clearly trying to sell this because it is a yeah. stellar, stellar cast. I mean, at one point, I can't yes. fault them for advertising. Look at this cast. It These is an amazing cast. Well, I 100% agree. And I get cast. why they did it. It could have been done, you know, more like how the Stranger Things I agree. poster is. Or basically any poster that Drew Struzan did back in the 80s yeah. and 90s. I think he, fa he found a really good balance at like being able to show off the actors and everyone who's going to be in the film without, you know, making it feel too in your face. My biggest problem with it is the, the production team did such, such an amazing job with 
creating the art and culture yeah. of this film. The amazing detail, the crazy detail yeah. they did. And this film just doesn't, it glazes over yeah, all that hard work absolutely. that's put into it. Why that wasn't used in the promotion, promotional material for this film, I don't understand. Yeah. It's a crime, really. They all should go to jail. <laughs> all go to jail right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it should be, look, it should look like something that you, if you went to the planet yes. Arrakis and walked into a, a temple, a building, and any artwork you saw on the wall, any reliefs of that culture, it should look like they grabbed it and they pulled it mm-hmm. off the wall and stuck it in the theater. That is how it should have yeah, been. Yeah, I agree. I think. Because Dune is such a immersive film and, you know, the whole point of, of movies and all that is to take you, it's like to bring in some magic into the world and take you to another world. And I feel like one of the first things that does that is the poster. It's like you look at the poster for like Last Starfighter. You see a kid with stars above him and you kind of get this sense of like adventure. Like, okay, this this kid who just plays arcade games, he's going to go to space. He's going to fight aliens. You're going to do something awesome. Same exact thing with Star Wars. You look at the poster and you're like, holy crap, he's holding like some lightsaber. This is exciting. I look at this and I'm like, I don't get that magical feeling of um, this world and everything. But there's so much to this world that it's unfortunate that they don't show it. I personally don't understand why these studios have yet to come to us yeah. for consulting. It's, it's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> that they don't come to Not us. Not yet. <laughs> One day. Well, they yeah. will, mark my words. It is. It, it begins. It begins. That leads us to uh, the character poster, which most of my problems with this poster are kind of remedied with the t- character posters. This character poster is a lot better. It's kind of creepy. It's a little eerie, but uh, I love the the costume yes. design, the rings that you can see. Yeah, if you don't know, listeners, we're looking at the character poster of David Damaschlian's character, Piter De- yeah. DeVries, and it's a beautiful photo of a side profile of him. And he's like, he's he's looking towards the camera, and he has his hand raised, and so yeah, you get a nice close-up of his costume, Renee. Thoughts? I think it's really good. I think um, I like that it's just a photograph, first of all. I think it really captures the tone. It has the same colors as the movie, and it sets up this sci-fi world because he does look like a character from a sci-fi world. So um, I I think it's good. I think it accomplishes what it needs to do. And as a character poster, I think it works really, really well. I I give this one a good. Wow. Look at this. Dune has high marks across. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I forgot. The social poster. Yeah. Dune and the Batman did pretty well today. I think each only got one. I think I gave Batman one one bad, I think. And Dune gets one ugly. Yeah. I think better than Suicide Squad last week. Yeah. Suicide Squad, we had more problems with that one for sure. Well, that, I believe, wraps up our show. That wraps up our show. Yeah, we did it Once again, Zach, we did it. Episode, episode three. three, the fame's kicking in. Hopefully, we can get that. Third yeah, we car can get a you. third car, preferably not a self-driving one. <clears throat> and um, we we've yeah. got to get you some like blinds because I know the paparazzi's are going crazy with you. So yes, yeah, I don't know how yeah. you get my shower. That that's but, weird, uh, but you know they they yeah they'll do anything. It's a that shame. was uh, I guess thank you for listening to your local Cineplex. Thank you for listening to your local Cineplex. Podcast Podcast over. over.